Torrington here with uh, Late Night Love, and that was My Endless Love. Uh, let's carry on. We've got a call on the line. This is Al from the Stu and Al pod. Al, what's your story? Oh, uh, hi, Graham. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I just needed to say, Graham, um, I'm in love with um, Stu, the guy that I do a podcast with. Uh, I don't think he knows, uh, knows and I, I, I don't know how to tell him. Every time I go to kiss him, he just... Oh, oh, shit. Sorry. Sorry, Graham. I've got to go. Um, hi. Hello. And welcome to episode 27 of the Stu and Al pod. Stu, I was just on a, I was on a, I was on a call. Um, just a, oh, yeah. just, just a silly call. <laughs> how are you? How are you? How are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm all right, mate. You? Yeah, I'm all right. Did you ever used to listen to Graham Torrenton's Late Night Love? And Leicester Sound. Yeah. Leicester Sound, 105.4 FM. <laughs> it's great, wasn't it? Um, not, not much. Sometimes. Anyway, Stu, what are, you, what are you drinking, Stu? I don't think we did this last time. What are you drinking? This week, I've got California IPA, Sierra Nevada. California knows how to party. <laughs> and, and Alex, yeah. this, this beer is family-owned, oh. operated... And argued over. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. I've got Heineken still, and I've already had two before we even start. So yeah, I'm well on my way. Lads, finished. get in on it. This is going to be one of them episodes. <laughs> so I've only just started. Well, I'm halfway through the camp. I've got another two lined up, so they'll all be gone by the end. Good lad. Good lad. He's a good lad. <laughs> I'm going to have to calm Ow. down. I'm going to have to calm down. Ow, 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 you, ow you drunk shit. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you love a good streaming site, don't you? Netflix, oh, Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, Prime Video, Now TV, if you will. Uh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. But do you ever get them when you're on these streaming sites? Like they give you like recommendations of what you want to watch. Like yeah. you watched this, maybe you like this. Oh yeah, always the bloody same. So I, I signed up to this um, this new streaming site. I'm getting a bit tired of the ones I'm I'm already signed up with now. Yeah. But I got um, I got a new one. Now, it's called the Spanish Inquisition. Okay. <laughs> All your favourite shows with a, yeah. with a Spanish twist. So I like it's it like as I said, what kind of films do you like and all that stuff? I put all like, a list of all my favourite films. First thing he asked is like, do you like superhero movies? I said yes. So then then said, do you want to watch Batman Forever? I said mm, probably only for a few hours. <laughs> oh god, yeah. And then and then it said. Uh, do you like dances with wolves? I yeah. said I didn't know they could dance. Uh, but I think it's a scam anyway. I mean, I tried I tried uh, streaming that Bohemian Rhapsody film, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the new one. But the quality on there was shit. I mean, all I could see was a little silhouette of a man. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Ring that bell. Oh, hey, hey, Stu. You're a Marvel film fan, aren't you? I am indeed, yeah. New, new trailer for The Eternals came out uh, this week or last week. Yeah. I've seen it and it doesn't really interest me. I'm a big Marvel fan, but the new stuff, I'm not looking forward to a lot of the new stuff. It's not what about Shang-Chi? That one looks good. Yeah, see, I watched the trailer for that. I, I just don't know if I can get into Marvel anymore. Now, after Endgame's been, I just I don't know if I'm really into it as much anymore. Even Black Widow coming up, I'm, I think I'm going to watch it, but I'm not interested. But anyway, Stu... I don't know if you've heard, but Marvel films um, uh, coming out, but a European country is having issues 
uh, finding an actress to voice a witch character in one of its TV shows. Um, so there's a, a witch character in one of the TV shows that's streaming on uh, Disney Plus, and it's not been able to play in this European country because they've said that the show will not air until they can get an actress to dub the lines of said witch in the show. So at the moment, Stu, no one expects the Spanish WandaVision. It's <laughs> uh, good. It's good. Uh, let's get on with top three. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, top three. So each week, uh, me and Al pick a subject and then we tell each other our top three things about it. And then we ask you lot out there and worldwide what you like about it also. So Al, yeah. if I was to ask you what's your top three things about Alan Partridge, what would you say? I'd say, aha! I'd also say, um, do you like owls? And probably, you're for a monkey in the sea. That kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Back of the net. Cash back. Uh, but if anyone else out there likes Alan Partridge, then you need to check out alienjudge.co.uk. Golly. An alien for all your judge. Alan Partridge merchandising needs, have a good look at that. He have may even get a second series, you shit. <laughs> so last, in the last episode, Stu, it was my choice. So I chose top three TV sketch shows. Oh, yes. So how do you find this one, Stu? Good. I I've been actually... watching a lot of uh, comedy sketch shows as well this uh, last couple of weeks. Yeah, I had to leave last out a week. couple that I think would be in my top three. I left out some that I don't consider traditional sketch shows, which I think other people will choose. Um, so anyway, Stu, it was my choice, so I'd like you to go first. Tell me your third favourite sketch show. The Day Today. Oh, good. I love the day today. I left it out because I don't consider it a traditional sketch show. But as we said before, it's how you interpret it. Yeah, because I figured like the sketches when they uh, interview mock-up guests and stuff like that is considered a sketch. So I thought yeah. I'd get away with it. As yep. did a few other people. Uh, so it's broadcast in 1994 on BBC Two. Six episodes. Day-to-day parodying television news and current affairs programmes. Uh, it's created by Armando Iannucci and Chris Morris. And like I say, it was six 30-minute episodes that ran in 94. Uh, so did you ever watch this? I think you I did. Loved, I loved the day today. It was class. So I watched the uh, first one again the other day, where that woman comes on that's been cele- um, selling celebrity jams. Oh, and he's yeah. just like completely like, putting her down. going. So how much have you raised? Well, so far we've got £1,500. £1,500? <laughs> well, that's shit. <laughs> then he goes on about how ugly she is and everything like that makes her cry and stuff it's just you know, you know I like to do it was the 24 hour bureau de change when oh, guy, yeah. um, the guy comes in he goes I'm gay I'm gay he goes you what <laughs> so funny yeah the bureau weren't it the fake TV soap set yeah. in bureau de change um, okay so you got the street interviews on there and all speak your brains that was always good and took piss out of people they didn't know about oh yeah uh, just completely random news items uh, sports of Alan Partridge yeah uh, what else did you have so you got Chris Morris that time cause in Australia and Hong Kong going to war yeah. Peter O'Hanra Hanra Han Peter O'Hanra Hanra Han Peter O'Hanra Hanra Han Sisters 
the road safety advocate, Connor Hamill. Uh, or that guy, Alan, uh, Steve Coogan. When Steve Coogan plays that guy who's the security guard of a swimming pool, and he goes, in 1984, no one died. In 1985, no one died. In 1986, someone died. I mean, that's all go on. <laughs> Genius. And you had the, the fair, fair Q, the murdering rapper. <laughs> Shit, bitch, motherfucker. <laughs> uh-huh. so, yeah. There's a character, I can't remember the bloody name, though. It's Adam Partridge on Death Row, the Elvis impersonator. Oh, the, the bloke who loved Elvis, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And it yeah, says his name, and then the sub- that it the says name? his name, and then the subtitle, Killed, Killed Seven. Uh, yeah. And they're going to plan to, like, <laughs> kill him by... It was like an electric chair, but made in a toilet. Oh, yeah. Oh, Must yeah. Must have died that... like Elvis did. Yeah. <laughs> or down the toilet, just like Queen. <laughs> it was such a great show. And it was only one Loved series. It. So it was... Yeah. I've got it on DVD somewhere, I think. Mm. I just got to dig it out. Yeah. But yeah, such a really good show. Uh, top class. And uh, that's all I have to say about there. Excellent. So my number three, Stu, I've gone with... Um, a show called That Mitchell and Webb Look. Oh, I don't know yes. if you saw it. It was... Um, Crazy David- Pavings. <laughs> David Mitchell and Robert Webb also starred Olivia Coleman, uh, Oscar-winning Olivia Coleman. Uh, had uh, oh, wow. sketches such as Number Wang, um, one that was called Now We Know, which is just... If you, you've got to Google it, Now We Know. And uh, the, rock, uh, the Rocket Scientist sketch, which was uh, very clever. And it, actually, two actors that appeared in uh, that Mitchell and Webb look one, went on to win Oscars. One was Olivia Coleman, and the other one was, and I can't, I don't know if I'm going to say his name right, Daniel Kaloy, Kaluuya. He was in Get Out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he, he went on to win an Oscar. I can't, I can't think how to say, I don't want to say his name wrong, so. But, but it, it, it kind of spawned from, there used to be a show called The Mitchell and Webb Situation which was a comedy mm. sketch show as well, which before, and also from a radio show. They did a radio show as well with um, comedy sketches. And I've got four series of the radio show, which was on Radio 4, and they're absolutely brilliant. And I just found them really funny. It wasn't, you kind of, wasn't a really big hit, um, but I really enjoyed it. And I just think some of the later series were so funny. Um, mm. And there's a bit where they do a sketch about someone, I mean, they're saying... Um, they're coming up with this name, a Vectron. They're going, by Vectron's holy claw, we'll do this. And they're like kind of saying Vectron for everything. And it's like this religion. And they realize that they've just made it up a couple of days before, but they thought it was real. And it's kind of like a just pun on how religion can do that. But it was very funny. I really enjoyed it. And I, it'd be nice if they did some sketches again. I know they're doing, a, uh, they do other shows. They did Peep Show, obviously, together. Mm-hmm. And then they did um, Back as well. But if you've not seen that, that's brilliant. That's really good. That's on Channel 4, I think it was. But yeah, did you watch the Missing Web look? Yeah, I did. I just realised when I said Craven Paving, that was Armstrong and Miller, not Mitchell yeah. and Webb. Yeah. What a fool I am. Uh, and I remember the Mitchell and Webb sketch where the there's like a doctor in it, but he used to be a vet. Yeah. It was like if a, if a, if a bloke broke his leg, he's like, oh, we're going to have to put him down. Yeah. There's just it no was, hope. <laughs> it, was very, it was very good. And there's a lot of sketches that you can see on YouTube that were very clever. There's a guy that, um, at a party, and it's, um, he's a brain surgeon. He keeps going up to people and asking what they do. And he's saying, oh, that sounds hard. It's not exactly brain surgery, is it? And then a rocket scientist comes in. And he asks him what he does. And he says, oh, I'm a brain surgeon. And he goes, oh, really? 
not exactly rocket science, is it? It's just very clever. I've done it. I've not done it justice, but it's a very good sketch. So that's my number do three. Quick, Sorry. Do you want a quick? Do you want a quick game of number wang now? No. Right. <laughs> so that's my number three, Stu. So what's your number? Dos. Two. The more common wire show. Oh, hilly diddly dee. Bring me sunshine. Yeah. So Eric, Eric Morecambe and Ernie Wise, who worked in variety, radio, film, and most famous television. Uh, one of the greatest comedy duos of all time. They made their double act debut in Liverpool 1941. Mm-hmm. Then the war came which uh, interrupted the act, but they uh, reunited by chance after the war in Swansea in 1946. Bloody hell. Ah. Uh, so the Morecambe and Wise show ran from 1968 to 1977 with the BBC, yep. and then 1977 to 1983 for Thames Television. Personal highlights, I don't know if you ever watched the Morecambe and Wise, but there's a mastermind sketch they do, which, oh. is, which is absolute class. Yeah. There's the, uh, the ventriloquist sketch, uh, there's the bit where, where Eric Morgan plays Mr. Memory, just class. There's a, there's one I watched yesterday, actually, where it's like a university challenge ring, but with boys v. girls. And yeah. Eric Morgan's bell doesn't work. And it doesn't sound funny me saying this now, but if you watch the... Uh, it's called Top of the Form sketch. Yeah. If you YouTube Morgan White's Top of the Form, watch it on there. He he is just funny. Yeah. Like, he's one of, they're both brilliant. Uh, I don't know. It's just something. If they're ever on TV, you, you just leave it on. Yeah. Not, it's always uh, one of the, 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 the the kitchen sketch where they're making breakfast, where yeah. they're doing it to a song, <laughs> and it's just so well choreographed. It's just genius because it's it's so simple in, in it in its context, but the way that it's filmed and the way that their their timings is so good. And it's just, mm. I, I, and I didn't really watch a lot of Morkman Wise, um, but I just remember that that sketch will always stick with me because I just thought it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, well, because they had a lot of guests on all the time as well, and yeah. like, if ever like, they'd fuck up or anything, like do a wrong line or look away or look at the wrong camera, like Morkman would pick up on it straight away and go, Who are you talking to? Yeah. Who did that without moving your mouth and stuff like that? It's, and some of the nicknames, Des O'Connor came on, they called him Desperate O'Connor and things like that. The sketch I do of Angela Rippon's probably most well-known oh, yeah. as well. Uh, very good. Cool. Shall I go to my number two? Okay. Top class. Yes. So I'm going to go for another sketch show um, called Big Train. I don't know if you've oh, ever seen Big Train. Oh, yes. Absolutely yes, yes, love yes. Big Train. Uh, it ran from 1990. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1998 to 2002 and had such mm. stars as Simon Pegg. Mark Heap and Ooh. Julia Davis, among, among many of the Kevin Eldon as well. Um, and it's, a, it's deemed as a sketch show uh, where ordinary people find themselves in absurd situations. Now, I couldn't find an awful lot about Big Train because I, I think it's one of those that flew under the radar a little bit, a little bit like a cult classic, really. But some of the sketches mm. they had were the staring competitions where it was like yeah. the cartoon the cartoons, weren't it? Yeah. And they would have like commentary. The jockeys... Um, and um, the one that was wanking in the workplace sketch, which was really funny. <laughs> and then there's one where um, there's one, and um, it's 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 called the ball shop sketch. I don't know if it's ball shop sketch. And there's a it's Mark Heap, and he's working in a he's working in a shop, 
and there's just balls everywhere in it, like different coloured balls, footballs, tennis balls, whatever. And he's just at the counter and someone comes in and it's Kevin Eldon comes in. He goes, oh, I'd like to buy a ball, please. And Mark Keep goes, sorry, we don't sell balls. And like Kevin Eldon like looks around and then he leaves. And Mark Keep like just suddenly looks up, looks around. And he goes, oh, hold on. Oh, we've got loads of balls. <laughs> and it's just like the blokes left. And the only thing they sell in the shop is balls. It's just, it's so silly. Like it was such a silly comedy show, like sketch show. Because it was, it mm. was just absurd situations that were just normalised. It was just something that's very normal, but really absurd. I absolutely love Big Train. I think I don't, I don't think I got into it. And someone showed me the DVD of it when I was at university, and I couldn't get enough of it. I absolutely loved it, and I still mm. love it now. And it's amazing. A lot of these sketch shows, when it was like a big, you know, an ensemble cast, a lot of these went on to massive things. So like Simon Pegg. Mark Heap, like Julia Davis, that went on to huge things afterwards, really, if you think about it. I think Sally Phillips was in there, weren't she? Yeah, well? Sally Phillips was in it, yeah. So quite a lot of big, big name stars. So yeah, that's, yes. my, that's my number two. Very good show, that. Big train. Right then, so, number one. we're down to number one. Now, you might know of Victor, Al. You know who my favourite comedy duo are. Apart from me and you. Um, you know what, Al? I'm a bit disappointed nobody picked us. Uh, yeah, because we're like a sketch show, aren't we? We're just on, yeah. the, on podcast. But no one mentioned us. No. So I thought I'd put me and you at number one. <laughs> no, no, of course I didn't. Because there's probably about 500 million people funnier than we are. Uh, no, number one, the smell of Reeves and Mortimer. Yeah, again. I, I, it's one of my favourite ever comedy shows but for me it's not a traditional sketch show so I couldn't put it in but again your interpretation yep you stick to your own stupid rules then I've <laughs> got a new hoover I'm so proud of it <laughs> love Bob Moore, so I mean there's there's so many random things on this show like the food and drink but you got the host with a face of like just cheese on toast oh, yeah. uh, Uncle Peter of course yeah. Boys, uh, the Brahmin. <laughs> <laughs> Got any <booze> baby? <laughs> uh, the Brahmin. Uh, uh, Pat Wright <laughs> and Dave Arrowsmith. <laughs> they were hilarious. Are you looking at my bra? <laughs> so, now, before we carry on, there's a sketch in one of those where they're going to buy a new car. <laughs> they go to a place to buy a car. And Charlie Higson is playing Swiss Tony in it before... Yeah, yeah. It but he, they go to buy a car and he's like... Um, Oh, it's got, it's, it, oh, he's, he, he's, he says, oh, is there anything else you need to know? And one of them turns in and he goes, wipers. And he goes, oh, man, I think you should be able to wipe yourself by now. And he goes, no, man, windscreen wipers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Le Cabousier and Papin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> French farters. Uh, Slade in residence. That was always class as well. Couple soap. <laughs> uh, Tom Fun. The Stots, and my personal favourite, Mulligan and O'Hare. Oh, yeah. My rose has left me. I'm in a mood. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh. she doing? She ran off with a guy from Allied Carpets. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one as well that they do where it's just like, hot dogs <laughs> for sale. Where? Where? 
over there by the beef burgers. <laughs> it's just what she gonna look like with a chimney <laughs> on her? <laughs> oh, genius. They'll always be my favourite duo, them two. Yeah, they just, were so good. No one like them at all, ever. It's just, oh, they're perfect. So that's my number one. Excellent. So moving on to my number one, Stu. I've gone for a show which is probably one of the most... Whoa, what was that? Sound like a cow. That was a motorbike driving yeah. by my window. So I've gone for a, a show that I think was probably one of the most well-known sketch shows of the 90s, and I've gone with The Fast Show. Oh. So I just... I loved The Fast Show as a kid, growing up in the 90s. Started at 1994. Ended in the year 2000, but came back again for an online series. I think it was when, was it Foster's online comedy? They did, like, Foster's kind of stuff. Oh, they doing, did a fast show of comedy. And they did a reason why. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, massive stars in the fast show. Paul Whitehouse, uh, Charlie Higson, Carolina Hearn, Simon Day. Just stars upon stars. And when they came back, uh, they came back in the year 2000 for um, a three-parter, which is called The Last Ever Show. And they had celebrities in it. Um, they had Johnny Depp in it, in which he, and he did a Suits You um, sketch because he was a massive oh. fan. But um, it's, some, of the, some of the sketch on it, obviously, the brilliant, ain't laugh, brilliant. And then you remember his dad? It's rubbish. <laughs> Played by John Thompson. What's, um, what's his name at all? You ain't seen me, Roy. Right. Um, competitive dad, I always liked him. Um, <laughs> and the uh, John Thompson doing the nice the jazz jazz club yeah, guy, eco, eco the jazz warrior, club? Dave Angel. Oh, yeah, here we are. <laughs> and uh, Scorchio. So uh, that, that was um, the Cockney bloke and always like agreed with whatever someone said, and then if oh, someone yeah. else disagreed, he went with them and yeah. back and forth on that. Um, so a little bit got, whoa, a little bit weird. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <on it. laughs> um, so I found a fact here too. Amy Winehouse appeared in a competitive dad sketch in series three. So really? She was, yeah, before she was famous. Um, as I've said about Johnny Depp. Um, so also, um, Ch um, Paul Whitehouse and Charlie Higson, who were the creators of The Fast Show, they disliked the name The Fast Show and never intended it to be called that. But it was just called that when they were filming it and it never got changed. So it stayed oh. as The Fast Show. Also, Stu, I thought you'd like this one. Dave Angel. Eco Warrior is was actually based on Mike Reed, and actually, if you watch it, he's oh. very much like Mike Reed, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. More on just, him later. It was just one of those shows. I absolutely love the fast show, and it was <clears> such a clever sketch show that just went. It was all every sketch was funny. You, I, I never found a sketch on the fast show that I didn't like, or a character that I didn't like. You remember? That's amazing. <laughs> the Australian one. That was really good. Him in the, uh, him in the shed as well. Uh, this oh, week, yeah. I've been mostly eating shoes. <laughs> and uh, oh, what's the guy? Uh, Hi, I'm Ed Winchester. <laughs> yeah. I was very, very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, so that's, Some that's my... Excellent choices there. Excellent. So let's go to our social media and see what they've said. Yeah, we've had quite a good feedback on it this week, Al. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we'll start with uh, Chris Conrad. Yep. Uh, we've got Brassite at number one, The Day Today yep. at number two, and Fast Show at number three. Excellent choices. 
all excellent choices. He has gave honourable mentions as well to Monty Python's Flying Circus, Little Britain, Not the Nine O'Clock News, and Spitting Image. Okay. All top picks there. Uh, another Chris, another Chris K actually as well, Chris Kirkwood. Who's that? He's gone for. It's a new person, Al. Oh, hello. Ring the new person bell. Ding a ling a ling a ling a ling. He's gone for the day today as well, Brass Eye as well, and Big Train. Yep. Thanks, Chris. Uh, another Chris, Chris Williams from VR the Bar. He, he's got a good last one here. He's gone for two Ronnies, Bo Selector, and Zap. Yeah. Remember Zap? Yeah. yeah we, that, we put that into 90s Corner, remember? Yeah, I thought we did. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all the Chris's out of the way. Yep. Cheers, lads. Uh, Brendo Tran, he has gone for League of Gentlemen, Monty Python's Flying Circus, and Jam. Did you ever watch Jam? Oh, God, Jam was surreal. That was, was Mr. Huge. Lizard on there. Mr. Lizard. So weird. <laughs> uh, regular Gaz, Not the Nine O'Clock News, Fast Show, and Snuff Bar, Snuff Box, even, uh, with Matt one. Berry. Oh, yeah, I've seen a couple of sketches on it. Uh, Philadelphia Stephen Nicky in Living Colour uh, Mr Show and oh, Chappelle Show Mr Chappelle Show Chappelle Show is absolute class there's some sketches still I've got to send you some sketches from Mr Show there's like the um, pre-recorded phone in and it's hilarious so good is that Jim Carrey's in uh, in Living Colour or is it Mr Show I don't know. Uh, I think it's in Living Colour. Was David, was David? Was it David Cross that was in? David was Cross and Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Yeah. In Living Colour had uh, Jim Carrey on. I did it. I've not seen that one. And Chappelle, Chappelle show I've been watching on Netflix this week. I was, I was saying to Steve on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I've been rewatching Chappelle show on on Netflix. Oh my god. <laughs> that only just missed out on my top three. Actually, yeah. to be fair. That's very close number four. Uh, here he is. Out here he is. Our oh, mate Frank. If Frank comes over to the UK again, we'll have to take him to the darts, and then he can hear. Oh God, yeah, Ali Pally, constantly, yeah, yeah. Frank, we'll take you to darts, mate. You're gonna love it. Your theme tune played there. Yeah, just constantly. And if we, when we go to America as well, if you can find us a bar, Frank, with a dartboard. Just yeah. every time we hit the bully, we'll we'll uh, we'll sing that along as well. <laughs> Good old Frank, love him. Oh yeah, it shows. <laughs> so he's got the original Muppet Show. Yep. Uh, the not ready for prime time players of Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, Saturday Night Live, love it. And Monty Python's Flying Circus as well. Three okay. top choices there. Yep. Cheers, Frank. Uh, Katie, my sister, she's gone for the Catherine Tate Show. Brilliant. Little Britain and Harry Enfield and Chums. Oh, yes. All Harry top, top stuff there. Uh, Moni Myrtle, she's gone for Brass Eye. Yep. Uh, Horrible Histories and 2D TV. Never watched that, but um, I, I've heard it's good. Horrible Histories is a good choice. Yeah. And Brass Eye, obviously, as well. Uh, Vicky, your sister. Fast Show, Harry Enfield and Chums and Little Britain. When did she message in? Um, Instagram. All right, fair enough. Uh, okay, so we've got a few more people now. Uh, Layla. <laughs> uh, she's gone for Miss Jocelyn. 
Little Britain, oh, that, Catherine, Catherine Tate, yeah. <laughs> and also the real McCoy, which was good. So that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Catherine. Oh no, 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 I'm thinking of a different show. Yeah, Miss Jocelyn was good. Yeah. What am I thinking of? I can't remember. I don't know. Catherine of Aragon. Go, go on, your head. Hey, did she lose her head? I don't know. She doesn't like us calling us calling this, by the way. Can we come up with a different well, then nickname? Stop listening. Then? No, don't really. Don't really oh. don't, stop li- don't stop listening. No, no, don't. <laughs> don't then we'll only have four. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the one that uh, wants so to So she doesn't show? call um, Catherine of Aragon anymore. What else can we call her? Catherine the Great. Oh, she's gonna love that. Yeah. There you go, Catherine. Catherine the Great. Because you are great as well. Yeah. She's gone for the fast show, two Ronnies and Russ Abbott. Oh, the Russ God, Abbott yeah, show. Russ Abbott. Atmosphere. I love a party <laughs> with a happy atmosphere. Two Ronnies as well. Good shout. We had Chris yeah. say that earlier as well. With the four candles uh, sketch. Yeah. And their mastermind as well. They did yes. a mastermind sketch. Which was uh, brilliant. Uh, Danny. He's gone for Fasho. Hail and Pace. That's a <laughs> great choice. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Harry and Field and Chums. Yeah. Top picks there, Danny. Thank you. Hakeem. Key and Peel. Uh, yeah. Chappelle Show and Red Corner, which is a Kenyan sketch show. Oh, fair enough. Top pick. Key and Peel's very good, if you've ever seen that. Yes, I've seen a few of their sketches. Very good. And the Chappelle Show, well, doesn't need a mention. I need to watch that thing, because I've not seen Brilliant it. What, Chappelle? Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, mate, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's brilliant, honestly. There's a, there's a sketch he does for Clayton Bigsby. Watch, watch that one. It's, it's brilliant. Uh, Nadim. Uh, goodness gracious me, brilliant. Yep. Key and Peel and Harry and Fulton Chums. And then we got my mother. She's on for the Dave Allen show. The two Ronnies, Morecambe and Wise. Yeah. And my dad has picked Monty Python's Flying Circus, The Goodies, Alas, Smith and Jones, and a special shout for The Goons. Ah, uh, yeah. Great choices. The Goon Show, even. Have you got any special yeah. mentions that haven't been mentioned, Steve? Because I've got one. Um. Limmy. The oh, Limmy show. God. Oh, God. I'm, he'd have to be in mine. Limmy show was great. Yeah. Oh, fuck, how have I thought about this um, I thought about this earlier, and I was like, oh, because I followed him on Twitter, and I was like, we didn't pick you. Yeah. So definitely a special shout to Limmy oh, on that. He that wouldn't be in class. my top three, but I'd completely forgot about Limmy show. Ooh. Oh, sorry, Controversy Limmy. in top three. Yeah. Um, but I'd also like to do mention, um, I don't know if you ever saw Ke- the Kevin Bishop show, which was on I Channel so, 4, yeah. and it was like, it, it, it was like a, the changing of channels. He's the one that, different things. Is he the one that threw the money at Seb Blatter? Yeah. But he did yeah. like a sketch, and I don't know if there was one or two series, but one of his sketches was um, Walken's Crisps, and it was him playing, <laughs> it was one of the characters playing um, Christopher Walken, and he'd go, hey, the my fucking Crisps. <laughs> <laughs> I also remember that sketch was brilliant. I think his impression of Christopher Walken was about as good as mine. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, Stu. So that, thank you for social media for sending them in. So, Stu, what is the yes. next episode's top three? Okay, we're going to take it a bit nerdy in a way. Yeah. Next top three, I want your top three all-time favourite computer games. Oh, so any written, format. I've just written down on. computer nerds. 
any format, any console, as long as it's a game, you can play on a computer, you can pick it. Excellent. Well, thank you, Sue. So if you'd like to get in contact for the next episode and tell us your top three computer games, why not get in contact via email? We are stewandalpod at gmail.com or we are on Twitter and Instagram at stewandalpod. So that was top three. And now it is time for 90s Corner. Nineties corner. Each episode means Stu brings something kicking and screaming from the nineties and discuss it. <laughs> if we both think it was great, it gets swept into nineties corner. As if one of us thinks it's shit, then it gets sold off in the Lesser Mercury or Lincoln equivalent. Stu, I'd like to go first this week. Oh, okay. Uh, Wait, Stone says just paper it. One, two, three. Ah, <laughs> I was. I did it before you, and you still put paper up. I went for scissors, everyone. No, I think there's a. Mini, okay. mini delay, but it was All the same right, time. Fair enough. So, Stu, I'm going to say something that has already been mentioned today, and I'm going to suggest the fast show for 90s Corner. I just... I, Do you know I, what? A few, when I was a researching few people it, have actually, A few people have actually suggested uh, the sketch shows for 90s Corner. We've got quite a few uh, feedback on that. Oh, so, put this in there as well. So, I've got a couple of extra things. Obviously, as, as I said before, it's starting in 1994. Um, the Ted and Ralph sketches, Stu, one of the... <laughs> Um, which went on, Hello, were, actually, were actually <laughs> created and written by Father Ted creators, Arthur Matthews and Graham Linham. Ah. I didn't know that. So I find that quite interesting. Um, show, the first show first ended in, 2000, in the year 2000 uh, with a three-part last ever, but returned in 2011 for the online series. So that's the only extra information I've got that I've not said before. But no, I, just, yeah. I just think the past show, well, as I say, it was my favourite sketch show. One of the best sketch shows I've ever seen. And I yeah, still it watch it now, but it's very difficult to find. Just, um, I just thought something else from the past show. Oh, Bob Fleming. Oh, yeah. Bob Fleming here. <laughs> <clears throat> and then they, they used, to, used to get other people in that had got a problem as well. And they'd have like, that guy that would go, Horse! Horse! <laughs> 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 Oh, man. oh, do you remember they did, a, they did an album and it was like, and it's no way never. <coughs> Achoo! Arse! <laughs> <laughs> no way never, no more. <laughs> oh, God. Brilliant. Um, so what do you think? I sweep it in? Oh, yeah, easily. No doubt. Brilliant! Ah. There you go. So what you I've, got? Picked, I've picked the score by the Fugees. Score by the what the album? Yeah, I don't know if I ever listened to the whole album, but I like a lot of their songs. So, so there's a second second album by the band featuring yep. Wycliffe Sean, Lauren Hill, and Pras Michelle. It's one of the best-selling albums of all time. It spawned four singles, which I'm sure you'll know all these: Fuji La, yep, Killing Me Softly, yes, I love that Ready song. or Not, yes, love it, and No Woman No Cry. I, I'm gonna have to listen to this album, Steve. It's, uh, it's it's one of the best, mate. <laughs> I absolutely I absolutely love Lauren Hill's voice, and um, when she went solo, um, yeah, she's got some pipes. Yeah, and but where where's she gone now? Like, like she had such a good voice, such an amazing, not even good, amazing voice. Where is she now? She's, I, I, she's I don't know. Still singing, but I've you know. not spoken to her for a while. So <laughs> no, uh, next time I call her, I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's the album. This album is one of the most significant alternative hip hop albums ever made. 
uh, you definitely need to listen to it again, mate, when you can, because yeah. it is absolute class. And uh, Lauren Hill, if you're listening, let us know where you are. Owl's worried. No, I'm not worried. I'd just like to hear more of you. Pop round and sing me Thanks. a song. I'd love that. Please. 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 Be on our show. Just, oh, just sing for an hour. We'll, oh, we'll be quiet. God, yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, sweep it in, Stu. Sweep it in. Oh, yeah. It's not Christmas. Oh, you got it, did you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do any from social media? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So, Dan, VAR at the bar, he's gone anime this week with Neon Genesis Evangelion. Don't know Evangelion. It. Do you know it? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's a pretty big anime show. All right. Well, soup it in then. Soup it in because it's like one of the best animes out there. Yep. So I've read. Uh, Chris Conrath, he's gone for the film, Jerry Maguire. Never seen it. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've never really? seen it. Really? No. Mate, it's I've heard it's very good. And it, it, it did yeah. have the line, show me the money. <laughs> so, <laughs> sweep it in. Yeah, that's the bit where he has to try and sign up Cuba Gooding Jr. as his agent. Or, yeah. Uh, oh, Tom Cruise is the agent, honestly, and Cuba Gooding Jr. is the football star. Uh, song. I'm Too Sexy by Ripe Said Fred. <laughs> I'm New York and Japan. <laughs> and yeah. um, he's picked two 90s sketch shows that he didn't put, well, he put in, but he said mention he's on 90s corner, so I saved them. So that's Smack the Pony and Big Train. Yeah, definitely. Sweet women. Smack the Pony was brilliant, as well as Big Train. Yeah. Love that. Uh, regular Gav, uh, the moment Riverdance emerged at Eurovision for the first time on TV. Didn't you already put in River, Riverdance, or was it just Michael Flatley? I put Michael Flatley's Lord of the Dance. Now, regular Gav doesn't like Michael Flatley, as he mentioned Why? online. He's, he just doesn't like him. I do, because I thought that he was phenomenal in, Lord of the, in the Lord of the Dance. I mean, mesmerising, I would have called it. I think that he, anything he that's like got him. Lord of the should involve Michael Flatley. So he should have been in Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Remake Lord of the Flies and have him in it. Yeah. He could just dance along the beach. <laughs> and in Lord of the Rings, he could dance by when they're throwing the, uh, throwing the ring into uh, Mount Doom. Or he could yeah. dance in the Great Battle of Helm's Deep as well. Remake all three films but have him in it. Just as an extra sidekick. You know. Lord of the Rings 4. You know it's called like Return of the King and yeah. Two Towers and uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, Flatley's something. Flatley's Return. Or even like, you know, if you remade them and like when Frodo and Sam are trying to sneak past the Orcs, he's just like river dancing. And they went, shut up, Michael, they'll fucking hear us. <laughs> because it's not me. It's yeah. my feet of flames. <laughs> I can't help it. And then all the Orcs attack and he just kicks them away. Yeah. If you're a producer and you'd like that idea, me and Stu are ready to talk. <laughs> I'm willing to play Michael Flatley if he's not up for it as well. That, he, no one can play Michael Flatley but Michael Flatley. If he's out, we're out. Uh, Why well, am I going to rub it down on TV? That's for me to worry about. Let's carry on. <laughs> uh, Keza G has gone from My Parents Are Aliens. 
I think it's before my, no, after my time. No doubt, mate. No doubt this is going through because okay. this is one of those like kids' TV shows where add loads of like little adult subtle hits that only they yeah. get and the kids wouldn't. Okay. It's a clean it's a clean sweep this week, mate. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So if you'd like to 100%. suggest something for 90s Corner, get in contact. We are stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at stewandalpod. So that was 90s Corner. And now it's time for the ads. For sub, for comedy and for impressions, it's time for Al's Ads. Al's Ads. So you broke tradition last week, but usually Al finds a recording of a celebrity who made an advert before he got famous. Or she, of course. It's, it's back to the celebs, Stu. It's, but it's uh, a modern advert. Only came out a couple of weeks ago. So I've got the tape for it uh, before it's gone to press. So they wanted to play it on our show, the advertising campaign, before it goes to the radio stations, which I thought was kind of groovy. Who is it? Someone famous? It is someone famous too. It's Tom Jones. Oh, no. <laughs> there you go. It's Bloody Welsh accent. Yeah. <laughs> he practiced this time. <laughs> yes, I'll try. It's fucking Daniel Day-Lewis again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ruin it. <laughs> Milkshake. <laughs> Click. <laughs> oh, hey, it's uh, Tom Jones here. <laughs> no, and... Uh, not Daniel Day-Lewis, as some people have, uh, have uh, compared me to recently. I sound like Rob Brydon. <laughs> and it's Tom Jones's pooey pants. All my life. <laughs> I was going to change the name because it just made me laugh too much. All my life, I've had ladies' underwear thrown at me after gigs. Sometimes 100 to 150 pairs a night. And I want to pass these pants on to you. Choose from the following. Clean, slightly soiled. <laughs> soiled. Heavily soiled. <laughs> and more soiled than pants. Why, why, why <laughs> am I selling my pants, Delilah? Well, nice. I'd like to raise money to, for a new pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ah. Is, it, yeah. is it strange to sell pants? It's not unusual. So Ooh. call now for Tom Jones's Huey Pants. So there you go, Stu. <laughs> what kind I of love the format for that one. <laughs> What kind of pants would you buy from him? The uh... <laughs> More soiled than pants, please. 10 10. Uh, you know, I literally came in with that about an hour before we. Uh... Well, sorry, I mean, the tape was only sent an hour before I actually uh, <laughs> did, 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 wrote it down. So, still, that was Al's ads. Um, <laughs> let's move on. It's now time for In the News. So it's time for the news. Stu tells us a couple of news stories. One real, one fake. I have to guess which one is real, which one's fake. We'll have Get traffic updates. Yeah. <laughs> traffic updates, sport, weather, B 
business, anything like that. So, Stu, here are your headlines. Boo, 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 boo. Uh, Freddie Mercury tells us about his favourite unusual sandwich, seven peas on rye. <laughs> uh, share find in Tennessee for constantly staring at people. Told to stop gawking in Memphis. <laughs> well, I was and... gawking in Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> and Madonna attacked uh, by a fairy animal on a camping trip. She said it was like a bear. <laughs> like a bear oh yeah like a bear, yeah, like a bear. <laughs> I was thinking like a virgin <laughs> <laughs> but Sal yep story number one police the police not the band the yeah. actual police they say that 24 monkeys escaped a German zoo this week and spent the day chilling in the sun before being recaptured oh uh. what's wrong with that so the Huh? What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. Just giving you a bit of news. Yeah, right. Uh, the Barbary apes escaped from the zoo in Lofingen, which is southwest of Stuttgart, very close to the border of Switzerland. Maybe they're after some chocolate. Oh, or some trains that are always on time. I don't know. <laughs> so, like I say, it isn't clear uh, how they got away, but uh, construction work at the zoo may have been a factor in this. The primates were spotted roaming in a pack Zoo employees were unable to recapture them and eventually lost track. Adults know where they went. There are the dogs. I mean, monkeys. <laughs> but it is the hounds. <laughs> Don't know why they're all speaking English. Uh, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the animals took advantage of the nice weather last week and spent the uh, afternoon sunbathing in a nearby forest. Of course they fucking were. <laughs> uh, now, the... <laughs> There were reports of the primates drinking at nearby monkey bars, yeah. but this is unconfirmed. It's probably this gossip I heard on the ape vine. Oh. Other, reports, <laughs> other reports saying they used a monkey to escape and also disguising themselves as chefs by wearing aprons are also <laughs> to be determined. After being recaptured, they were treated to movies on Amazon Prime 8. <laughs> oh, last, last, he's good he's year, good they, any listeners <laughs> last year they tried this uh, again but were foiled when trying to escape in a hot air baboon story number two Al <clears throat> now last week with my press pass which I used down the back nails I got to meet the all four members of ABBA very special time where all four members of ABBA were in the same room cool. at the same time with me. Uh, here's the tape. Now, not whether right. this is uh, real or, or not, yep. we don't know yet. But um, Here's what they all had to say. Oh, no, actually, there's not a tape, Al. I made that up. Okay. Here's what they all had to say. So Frida, she said, uh, well, I teach languages now at school in Stockholm. I speak French, voulez-vous, <laughs> uh, Italian, Italian, mamma mia. <laughs> And I'm also, and I'm also fluent in Morse code, SOS. It can be enjoyable at times. And my old teaching, my old teaching job, I got fired when I kissed the teacher. <laughs> but that's a story. That's another story for another day. Bye.
Uh, Agnifa came in next. She said, well, I heard what Phil Collins did uh, on your show recently, and I've opened a casino as well. It's in uh, Las Vegas, and it's called Money, Money, Money. Money, money yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a casino with a difference, though, as all the games in there are strictly with cards. So we've got no roulette or anything like that. It's just strictly cards, nothing more. Now, we have a very popular card dealer called Fernando. Uh, he yeah. runs the... Um, oh, what's the name of the game? Oh, my gosh! That's brilliant. That's so good. Well done. Well done. It's, uh, oh, that's it. It's a cross between poker. <laughs> it's a cross between poker and guess who Ow, it's called uh, knowing me showing you <laughs> uh-huh. that's it uh, so it's a very dangerous game though, where you go all in and the winner takes it all uh, ring ring oh it's Benny uh, talk to Stu Benny hi Stu I'm a music manager now with my studio based in London it's pretty easy to find. You you take the tube to Waterloo. Uh, why is he the only one with the voice? With the accent? I don't know. We <laughs> <coughs> can't do the girls' voices. And it's just down the road. Uh, my main act is here now for Dan. Uh, Dan, sing Queen. Oh. <laughs> sounds like oh. Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Listen. Uh, <laughs> it's good, eh? Uh, my other act sings songs from Motown. They're called Jimmy, Jimmy, Gimme. <laughs> uh, brothers who sing Motown. Does your mother know <laughs> Motown? She'll love these. Here's Bjorn. Uh, <laughs> Bjorn. <laughs> I make special Monopoly games. I sound like Benny, I know. <laughs> I have one. I have one here. Let's play. I'll go first. Eight. Ooh, take a chance. <laughs> On me way to Mayfair now, it says. Good stuff. So I did love my time with Abarel. It's a very rare occurrence to find all four of them in at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Lay all your love on me. <laughs> well, Stu, so it seems like you made both of them up. Like, I can't believe that either of them went were the real. Oh, no, one was real. I just added a bit to the end. All right, well, the Abba one's fake then. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, monkeys did escape the zoo. I just put a few puns in at the end. Yeah, it was very And uh, I never got to meet Abba. Sadly, really, because it would have been nice when I said that. Yeah, it would have been. Dancing Queen was the hardest one to fit in. Yeah. Very good, though. Dancing Queen. <laughs> <laughs> you did well. You want to be a sport, Al? Yes, please. So, uh, in sports, several rugby international players have been fined Ooh. for throwing matches. Investigators found that they weren't trying hard enough. Oh. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> also, at the Monaco Grand Prix this week, Brad Pitt stopped by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bit of travel news out. Um, yeah. People travelling to tonight's Fleetwood Mac concert have been told to don't stop at the service station or you'll need to go your own way through <laughs> Albatross <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> Alex, a bit of business news for you. Sprake and Smarties have merged to yeah. create a new chocolate bar called Farties, which is to be released <laughs> next month, which leads us on to this week's weather, where it's going to be very windy. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> 
Brilliant, Stu. One of your best ones. One of your your best. Fucking bell. (laughs) (laughs) The bell has been rang so much in this episode, it's literally broken. (laughs) So that was in the news, and now it is time for Bastard Mind. Oh, let's have a quiz. Hey, Bastard Mind, the game show that everyone's talking about, at least me Mm. and Stu. And it is a game show where me and Stu ask each other five questions on a chosen subject that we have given each other. All research must be done on Wikipedia. So if Wikipedia is wrong, then so are we. So Stu, last episode, we had a bit of a girl off because I gave you the Golden Girls and you gave me... Gilmore Girls. Correct. So can you remember who went first last time? I, I answered first last time. Okay, so I'll answer first this time then. <clears throat> Brilliant. Ooh. Alex, the subject chosen for you is Gilmore Girls, and your questions start now. Who created the Gilmore Girls? It was Amy... Oh, fuck, she's got a double-barreled last name. It starts with a P. Helmer. I can't remember. No? No, it's Amy, Amy P. something. Okay, it was Amy Sherman Palladino. Oh, bollocks, yeah, it's the P at the end. Yeah. Okay, so not including the, um, the, uh, the, the, re- well, you know, the uh, spin-off thing at the yeah. end. They did the four episodes. Um, yep. When it, when it was cancelled and brought back or whatever. But the original series, how many episodes are there? 185? 153. Ah, bollocks. Uh, who plays Lorelai Gilmore? Can't remember. Lauren Graham. Uh, uh, lead singer of Skid Row, Sebastian Bach, plays who? Donnie. Gil. Uh, and the town the show is set in. Uh, oh, dear. No, it's gone. Stars Hollow. You know what? Alex. All of the, Every time you give me an answer... I've gone, yeah, I read that earlier. And yeah. I've just, it was such a big page and I was trying to get so much in. Sorry, mate. I mean, I did take a lot from the top, to be fair. But, yeah, um, no, it, it your, um, your score is zero. I've not had zero for a long time. <clears throat> I don't think you ever have. No. So, Stu, your chosen subject for you was the Golden Girls. The Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Question one. I had a review on uh, lunch at work, actually. I revised a bit on lunch today. Oh, good choice. Question one. Who created the Golden Girls? Susan Harris. Correct. Question two. What it. year did the show start? Oh, 86. 85. Oh. Question three. How many episodes were there? 180. Correct. Question four. Which award did they win twice? Emmy Award? I'm looking for which particular Emmy Award it was. The comedy series? Yep, it was the Primetime Emmy Outstanding Comedy Series. I'll give you that. And question five, who performed Thank You for Being a Friend? Cynthia Fee. Correct. Stu, you've scored four out of five, which makes it now 7-5 overall to me. Well, there you go, Keza. 
He's on one here. Fucking hell. Did you have a tie did you have a tie break? I have got a tiebreaker. Do you want to give me your tiebreaker first? Yeah, the character who owns the local diner. Um Susan Sarandon. No, it's Luke Danes. Do you have any, you have any idea what the diner was called? Uh Tits Bar. What? Tits Bar. No, well it's it's who owns the who owns the diner? I can't remember what you just said. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, the, the diner was called Luke's Diner. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. So, still your tiebreaker. Um, the Writers Guild of America placed the show at what number in the 101 best written TV series of all time? 19. I'll give you a clue, Stu. It is Betty White's favourite sexual position. 69. <laughs> yeah. I've actually written down Betty White's favourite sexual position. <laughs> Jeez, man. Betty White's like fucking USA royalty. You might have upset a few Americans there. Uh, well, yeah. Sorry, Frank. Then... Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> okay, Stu, so do you want your subject for next episode? We're on H now. Yeah, go on. Your next uh, Buster Mind topic is Hulk Hogan. Oh, what? I was going to pick that up for you, but I changed my mind. <laughs> That's good then. Go on then, what's mine? Your one, Alex. Yes. Is Harry Potter. Ah, oh, you know what? Yours was originally going to be Harry Potter, but I changed it today to Hulk Hogan. So that's a good one, isn't it? How so, clear. There we go. We are at 7-5 to me now. It's getting competitive. It is really getting competitive. So that was Getting Mastermind. <laughs> and now it is time for Tiles and a Bang of Fucking Nails. London. <laughs> Since lockdown lifted, we have been able to conduct our Bag of Nails feature in the pub. So, Stu, I think you were the first person to actually enter the Bag of Nails. Um, because last time I was down there, I was outside again for Jackie D. So you've been yes. into the bag of nails this in this week. Yes, it oh. was a wonderful experience. The smells, the tears, the uh, the general atmosphere of the yeah of the uh, pub. Now I did invite you to come out, but you said you had to watch that important steps documentary and couldn't yep. make it. And I'm glad I did. So I travelled alone. Uh, how was that, H. by the way? It was absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. Um, they're they're just Good. they're they're just um, yeah. So Stu, uh, yeah, I'll, you... well, I'll probably I'll probably watch that when I'm dead. Um, so <laughs> I went to uh, L- London. I went to London this week. London. <laughs> Travelled to my favourite club in England, the Bag of Nails. Yep. I, I met a local librarian there called Doris Baptiste. Oh, lovely lady. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so here's the recording I've got from the from the journey. Thank you. Doris's phone number is attached to that as well. If you wanted to give her a call. Yes, please. Back to you. Click. So, Alex. Uh, oh my Doris God! She sounds like Bap- a fucking. Gee. Who's the brothers? <laughs> Doris Baptiste here, cousin of the Borealis yes. brothers. Yes, Borealis. Uh, the, the Bag of Nails is my favourite bar ever. Each day, after working 
so hard at the library. I turn up here and get shit-faced <laughs> and then return home. Now, Alex, I've seen things here you wouldn't believe, if I could borrow a line from Blade Runner. Uh, as for work, though, Al, well, I've certainly had some adventures recently in the library. Now, a, I tell you what, though, Alex, I do like a good scanning session. I love to scan. And that's all I'll say on the matter. Now, now Alex, a, a frog came in the other day. I gave him a list of recommended books, but he didn't want any of these. He just kept saying Reddit, Reddit, oh, Reddit. Uh, I used to work at a prison library. It had its pros and cons. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, just, just this past Thursday, a lady came in for books on paranoia. I whispered to her, they're right behind you. <laughs> Someone tried to make a reservation for my library. I thought I'd have fun and let them down. Said we're fully booked. <laughs> a man came in asking for a book about turtles. Oh, yeah. I said hardback. He said yes with little heads. Yeah. <laughs> Beth, uh. Beth said uh, Beth said they're opening a library here upstairs in the bag of ales. I was surprised they've kept that quiet. Oh, God. <laughs> we have thousands of books here, Al, working at work, which is uh, strange, as it's only a two-story building. <laughs> uh, someone came in to ask for a book on Pavlov's dog and Schrodinger's cat. I said it rings a bell, but I don't know if, it's, if, I don't know if it was here or not. <laughs> now, now if you would like to visit my library a bit of sound advice for you try not to yell too much uh... bye for now <laughs> and enjoy your scanning fellas <sighs> so yeah that was Doris Baptiste she was yeah. uh, such a lovely he Dan- actually bought all the rounds in when we were there as well so very generous uh, yeah and a librarian's salary very good <laughs> yes Oh, she's uh, Bev's cousin, isn't she? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, shock twist, Al. Bev's related to the Borealis boys. Oh, for fuck's sake. Whoa. So, in the next episode, I will be taking a trip back down the Bag of Nails. It may be... Can I have fun? No. It may no. be chapter three of uh, Jackie D's autobiography. It may be, or it might be something else. Depends if I can think of anything else in the meantime. <laughs> no. Oh, I might... We want Jackie might... D. I might want to mix it up, Stu. might want to make you wait. So that oh, was yeah. Tales of the Bag of Nails, and now it is time for Mike Reed's Top Tips. Mike Reed's Top Tips. Pet, 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 pet. Each week, Stu finds a audio recording of Mike Reed giving us a couple of top tips. And if you've, do, if you've used any of these top tips, Poor, your life must be bloody bliss. Stu, what have you yes. found this week? I mean, yes. <laughs> uh, more, more tips from Mike, Cal. Uh, here's Good. the tape. Take Thank it you. before I lose the voice. Click. Hello, lads. Hi, Stu. How are you, Al? Uh, more tips from me on how to improve your miserable lives. 
park anywhere you want by leaving your windscreen wipers up. That way those fucking wardens can't leave their tickets, can they? <laughs> yeah. Smart, I know. Ever read a book and you can't find a bookmark? Right? Simple. Just use ketchup instead. <laughs> oh, God. Why? You see the red mark? Simple. Fucking <laughs> E, you know, you cunt. Oh, sorry, oh, yes. Mike. I've been here all along, you bastards. It's me, Mike. Fucking read. <laughs> well, thanks, Mike. That was, uh, you know, always nice to hear. So, Stu, oh, we're getting towards the end of the episode. Fucking hell, Stu, I've had a lot to drink now. <laughs> I have. It's been a session, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's been a right session. So, Stu, um, you got anything else you want to tell me before we, uh, before we finish? Because I've got something, uh, um, obviously, I always... I haven't, got, I haven't got anything prepared this week for the end, though. Well, Stu, I don't know if you remember last week and we had the Ask Stu um, section. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Mm. Well, Stu, some um, celebrities have got in contact and said that they really loved Ask Stu and they'd like to ask you some questions as well. So, I I hope you don't mind. No, of course. um, There's three celebrities and they want to ask you some questions, if that's all right. Yeah, perfect. So, here we go. First one. Uh, Here we go. I'll just play this. Yeah, you're right there, Stu. It's uh, fucking Jamie Carragher here, you know. <laughs> yeah, so Stu, uh, it's me mate Gary Neville's birthday this week and I want to get him some flowers for his birthday. And I was thinking of getting him some geraniums. But can you <laughs> tell me, Stu, will they wilt in the summer months? Well, Jamie, that's a great question. Now, as long as we get a good amount of sunshine this summer, uh, he should be fine. Now, the tip is to grow them further. If you put them near fresh, now, I can't stress this enough, Jamie, fresh broccoli, keep them with that, and we should be okay. Thanks, Stuart. That's a good one. The next one, uh, here we go. Yes, it's a... Uh... <laughs> it's gone as fucking scouts again. <laughs> magic. Hey, it's Paul Daniels here. It, uh, it's magic. I can't, get out the, I can't get out of the Liverpool accent. Yeah. Uh, magic stew. He's gonna. He's gonna have to be from Liverpool. Um, I want to use geraniums for uh, the pulling a bouquet of flowers out of my sleeve trick. Will they work, or in this, or will they wilt in the summer months? That's magic. <laughs> it's magic. You like it? Not a lot. <laughs> Cheers, um, that green duck. <laughs> Orville it was supposed to be Paul Daniels too, but I, I now can't um, get out of a Liverpool accent well okay cheers Paul Orville um, okay so you wanted to use geraniums for your out the sleeve trick it's, yeah. it's going to be a dangerous game because without the direct you know with the, the lack of direct sunlight in the sleeve of your jacket there could be problems yeah. now the best thing to do Paul is you line that jacket sleeve with fresh fresh broccoli oh yeah you may be able to get away with it. That's, that's a good one, right. Stu. Not right, a guarantee, though. Not a guarantee this week, sorry. Okay, Stu. The last one here um, uh, is from Jamie Oliver, so I'll just pass him on. All right, Stu. Uh, Jamie Oliver here. <laughs> Speaking a little bit of battle on it. Now, Stu, I, uh, I want a centrepiece <laughs> for my dinner party. Uh, I'm having over uh, Michael Barrymore, Bobby Davro, and Pepsi from Pepsi and Shirley. But... If I get geraniums, 
Will they be okay as the centrepiece in the table or will they will in the summer month? And I also want to know, if I take them off after them and rub them on my bollocks, will that do anything for me bollocks? Thank you, Stu. So still a couple of questions there. He wants to can you, his... Yeah, can you translate? Because I didn't get any of that. Yeah, basically, Stu, um, he's having a dinner party uh, for um, Michael Barrymore, Bobby Davro and Pepsi from Pepsi and Shirley. Uh, he wants a centrepiece for his table. He wants to use some geraniums. But he is worried that they will wilt in the summer months. And he also wants to know if he rubs them on his bollocks, um, will it do anything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, because now the geranium species are mostly temperate herbaceous plants, as we all know. They die down in the winter. Yeah. And they're evergreen perennials indigenous, indigenous to warm temperature and tropical regions of the world. Many species, of course, originating in southern Africa. Now, they are drought and heat tolerant. Stop reading but, this. Um, <laughs> No, I've, I've, I've learned it. Just tell Jamie Oliver, Stu, will they do anything if he rubs them on his bollocks? Well, I mean, some species are extremely popular garden plants. So, you know, growing as house plants and bedding plants in temperate regions, Al. So it okay, depends on what kind of terrain episode 27. You have. <laughs> <laughs> Just... uh, they should be fine as long as you have broccoli for dinner. Make sure it's fresh. But do not, can't stress this enough, Jamie, do not rub them on your bollocks <laughs> because they will wilt. Brilliant, thanks, Stu. So, Stu, that's no episode twenty-seven. Fuck me, it's been a good one, isn't it? It's been a laugh, isn't it? I think it's because we drank more than we ever knew we drink. We have. We Tell you what, I might go. On, I might go on mastermind. Not never mind mastermind. I might go on mastermind for geraniums. Yeah, Stu. Imagine we went on mastermind and said our specialist subject was the Stu and Al pod. You they know. should allow it. Yeah, they, they should, should do. allow it. Twenty-seven episodes now. So anyway, oh, you prepare me. You prepare me a quiz next week for the. Uh, you know, you, oh no, you only do it every ten, don't you? Yeah. Okay. Okay So my driver. <laughs> so listeners, if you would like to get in contact, maybe tell us your top three. What's do for next episode? Video games, Al. Video games. If you Any like console, to... as long as it's a game on a computer, you can pick it in your list. So tell us your top three video mm. games. Get in contact. We are stewandalpod at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram at stewandalpod. Give us your 90s corner. And also, this week, we'd like to say, if you would like to suggest a top three for us, then maybe we'll yeah. run with that. And we will even give you a shout out if you give us a top three that we think is great. So maybe if one comes next week, I'll use it for mine and I'll give you a shout out. So can't say fairer than that. Hey, listener. So... That is, deal end, that is the end of the episode. Stu, let's just say goodbye. Goodbye! To ya! Now we dedicate this tune to the memory of my wife, Rose. Right. Oh. My Rose has left me I'm in a mood She went to Kenya Stop.